Congratulations! You found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Starring the original book divas Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerds Jessica Butcher and Josh Lupton. Together, searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls! gonna work for the treats she's like hmm what else can I do <laughs> last time we had the dog in the studio Vani was making excuses for the dog because the dog had had a shot that's why the dog was antisocial last time so now she's, the dog is antisocial because the dog has not seen Vani recently she is being a whole lot more social this time than she was last time you have to admit that yes she is being more social they're trying to coax her with treats, which she will only eat after she snatches them and runs back to Bonnie. Come here, pretty girl. It's right here. <laughs> Nicole and Alyssa are trying desperately to get the dog to play with them, which she will not do. Well, Bonnie and I, while we're sitting in the Starbucks line, we call that our, our Starbucks line show prep. drive through show prep. drive through show prep. Starbucks drive-through show prep. Because we always sit there and giggle like loons. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so funny about that line. I don't know what it is. And we were sitting there and the line wasn't moving, so we're still in front of like the speaker. Did you steal another one? <laughs> All of a sudden, and, the lady goes. And I'm sitting there going to this to Martha, going dog. Dog, because <laughs> I told her every time I said dog, her eyes rolled. <laughs> She's like, "Stop! You're going to give me a seizure!" And the lady's like, "Hello," because <laughs> the line wasn't moving, right? She goes, "Hello, can I help you?" And both of us jump. <laughs> like, what? You've already helped us, no way. <laughs> We're not talking about dogs. We're not talking about dogs. <laughs> you guys should have got her a puppuccino. Yeah, which one is that? They give you a puppuccino if you order one at Starbucks, and it's a little tiny cup, and it's full of whipped cream for the Aww, dog. We should that's have cute. one. And it's called a puppuccino. How, mu- how much do they charge for that? Zero dollars. Oh, Martha. Well, how am I supposed to know? You I'm are not so one negative. Foo foo dog owners. I have a plus size pooch that you can still spoil. Well. Cripes! Don't let your dog lick off your freaking straw. That's gross. I'm not gonna drink it. Gross. I'm gonna go home and run it through. She's the thirsty. <gasps> she has needs too. <laughs> God. She's thirsty. That is the sound of the dog drinking water. <laughs> just letting you know. I don't have. I'm problem. sure you can hear that. I don't have problem with the dog. Dr- drinking water. It's just it was funny because she was licking Bonnie's straw that I was grossing out about. Just on the water, not my Starbucks drink. My Starbucks drink is sacred. You can't go over there. It's a sacred, <laughs> a sacred Starbucks drink. I don't remember what we found so dang funny in the drive-thru, do you? Um, we were talking about romance novels and you said that you made it halfway through one. I did. She actually read a romance novel and made it halfway through. That's a stretch I did. For Is her. that a lot for you? Uh huh. Yeah. That's pretty good then. But that isn't what we were laughing about. <laughs> God damn it, Bonnie. <laughs> write this stuff down. Because you said that it was the longest floor, the foreplay ever. 
Yeah. And I said, you know, in, in this world of instant gratification, it is a little bit difficult. Well, you're waiting for them to have sex again. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Q-Up. Q-Up Pornhub. Q-Up Pornhub. It's like, damn, in the, in, you're driving in the car and Pornhub. <laughs> Patent that idea. I got tired of waiting for them to have sex in the book. So I just had to have a little on the side. Sorry. We just got to find you a book where it starts with sex and no. then goes from there. No, I don't have a problem with... That's called Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> they have closed captions. <laughs> you can read it. Closed caption for, the, for the porn impaired. <laughs> Does that count as my romance novel? I turned on the closed captions on Pornhub. <laughs> Seriously, though. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to actually play the first couple of sentences of this book for you guys, because it was free. I I got this book when we... All right, hold on. So you're doing your review first? No. Well, if you're going to play that, you should probably do yours first. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Hey. Is she pooping? Yeah. God bless it. All right, somebody's going to have to let me in in a minute. Wait a minute. Come here. It's okay, you're not in trouble, you're not in trouble. Let's just go inside. Alright, let me see if I got this. Simon & Schuster Audio presents... I I had to speed it way up. (laughs) It was boring me so bad. (laughs) Hold on. To everyone who reads romance, spread the love. The world needs it. Chapter 1. I was staring at a penis. I was staring at a penis, and yet I couldn't actually comprehend what I was seeing, which was weird, because technically that penis in question belonged to me. Not in the anatomical sense, but in the marital sense. As in, I'm familiar with that penis. I know that penis. I'm married to that penis. Except, this penis is, in fact, doing something it really shouldn't be doing. Which was my husband's secretary. Correction, administrative assistant. Anyway, did you hear that? Yes. You heard that first part? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's great. It's a good opening. Roman Crazy by Alice Clayton and Nina Bocci. And it was not my favorite book in the whole wide world because I found it extremely boring because it didn't go anywhere at all except for the sack, which is fine if you're into that sort of thing. Husband had an affair. She leaves. She goes back to she goes to visit her friend in Rome she meets up with an old boyfriend they have sex then I quit reading the book the end Nicole isn't it true that romance novel readers are more open to new ideas compared to average readers they are more like receptive to all different things I could see that because I'll be like I'm gonna be in the into this weird thing we're gonna find out and I'm gonna read this book and then if not not but I'm like, well, I tried that weird subgenre of the romance. I didn't like it, but weird, sometimes, weird but sometimes sub-genre. you try. It. I don't, there's just like a lot, like there's a whole like subgenre for sports and one for like every individual sport, and I don't really like sports. There, there are weird subgenres for individual sports. Oh yeah, there's a subgenre for every single sport. There's one for baseball, which I have not found anything good in there. Just saying. The hockey subgenre is huge. The rugby subgenre is. Almost comparable to the hockey subgenre. There's like now this football. is all in romance novels, correct? Yeah, 
But that you could you could argue that there's that many genres in any other, well, like subgenres in in another genre, genre, because if you go into half price books, every book ever published is not mm-hmm. in there. There's like suspense so. romance, which I really like because it's usually like a mystery or someone's getting kidnapped or someone's been murdered. So there's like a whole nother, like I kind of prefer that where like there's because you didn't like that like the story you read was basically just. Like, it was just romance. They were in Italy, but nothing else was going on, like, and that didn't really capture your interest. Right. But I really get, like stuff yeah. where it's like, it's a mystery, so we're doing, like, it's two things. So this is a romance, but also we're trying to solve this murder. Very right, into that. Right, So, like, there's mysteries, there's paranormal is, the amount of subgenres in now, paranormal, the paranormal thing was the one, right, is the par- nuts. Paranormal, there's... There, are, you break it down even further. So oh you got the, the vampire mm-hmm. subgenre within, yeah, the paranormal. Yeah, and, and then the, you have the shifter subgenre, which then has it's that's an umbrella for werewolves, bears. I don't know whatever animal that theoretically you could shift into and become. There's a whole. I mean, that's wow. Yeah, we're way past werewolves now. I'm not super into those as much. I used to read paranormal <laughs> romance a lot, and then I burned myself out, and I had to stop. And so, kind of like so, with do anything. you find that a little bit weird? Kind of mixing sex up with uh, with uh, furry little creatures. Well, there's people who like feet, and there's people who actually <laughs> like to have. No joke. There's people who like to have like. I'm elbow uh, penis sex because that's what I'm going for right yeah. there. That's what I'm going for. I was at the bar one night with elbow Travis penis sex. and some couple across <laughs> this chick who was drunk as all hell turned around and starts asking like she was talking about something else. But then she starts getting into how you should get some like coconut oil and just put it in your elbow or even in the back of your knee. And it feels so great for the guy. What? Yeah. While I was at some chick. She like, was telling you to put coconut oil in the crook of your elbow and yeah, just do your. Oh my god! Yeah. So there's a fetish for everything. <laughs> there's a fetish for dead people. There's a fetish for. Well, I knew that. Yeah. I mean, well, if, if you think about it, there's going to be a fetish. But that's like, illegal. The, everything's what's True. not illegal. I mean, there's well, incest. I, uh, last time I checked, I don't think sh- an elbow with a coconut oil is illegal. Depends what gold. state you're in. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is yeah. that if you, you think about it, everybody's going to have their own fetish. So there's going to be a book about everything. That's very true. Hmm. You have to appeal to. I mean, it's somebody's really, going to appeal to someone. It's fascinating to me how diverse this has all become. It's so fun. Like I, I usually burn out really hard on stuff. Like the way that I approach reading is generally I'll become obsessed with something. And then I will read only that for a long time until I cannot bear to read it anymore. And then I never go back. I did that with high fantasy when I was like 16. I did that with mysteries. I did that with like books about King Arthur and Merlin. But like with romance, like there's always somewhere to go. Like there's always something like there's always a new subgenre or just when you were like, we have books about that now? <laughs> cool. I'm going to read about that now. Like there's just like there's always somewhere to go, which is kind of exciting. Like it's just something different and new, huh? Yeah. 
oh, let's try that for a while. Yeah. So have you ever done the Amish romance genre? Okay, I haven't, but a friend of mine is supposed to loan me some of hers, and I'm very excited. I refuse to buy one, but I'm very excited because I'm just super interested in I'm what just they're curious about. She had, like, a whole set, and I keep forgetting to get them from her. But Because working at the library, you know. have been around you know, a long time, uh, Yeah, too. working at the library, uh, especially a small town library like mm-hmm. ours, a lot of stuff like that comes in the door. Right. But, you know, people... People in the small town libraries go through those pretty quick. Yeah. Where in the hell is Vonnie? Is she okay? I'm starting to get a little worried. Yeah. I sent her a text and she's not even responding. She didn't take her phone. It's sitting right there. We should go check on her. Seriously. Okay, I don't have my key card, so if you want to go. All right. (laughs) Did you like, I'm reading over your shoulder... At your blog, did you like Big Little Lies, the book? Yes. So, because I didn't know it was a book before I read, it, before I watched it. Um, it's very weird because if somebody had, oh, you found her. Did, so, do you watch it already? Oh yeah, I've watched it like four times. Oh, okay, <laughs> then you already know what it's about. But I, the I book guess. is really good. But if somebody had told me what it was about, I probably wouldn't have read it. Because. That's what I thought. Like, if someone hadn't told me to watch the show, even I probably wouldn't have watched it. I would have been like, I'm not interested in that. And then I was but like, the ending was like, oh, I, I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. But the ending on the I'm book was this, legit. It's the same. So no, I no, well, because they're making a new season. I think, I'm excited too. about that. Yeah. So I don't think the endings are the I same. I think it is the same. I don't know. Because I don't think it's finished. I want to say, I won't say what happened just in case it's different, but I did call the ending like two episodes in and my roommate who I'd been watching it with, like I told her, I was like, this is what's going to happen. And she was like, when we got to the end, she was like, I had to try so hard not to react. She's like, because I couldn't believe you just randomly guessed that. If I come on the floor, I'm going to be angry. You walked all over the place out there. Where are you? Hi. Right there. She's smelling your purse. Don't let her shit in your purse. (laughs) She wouldn't do that. Come here. Oh, there's a lot of crap in my purse. <laughs> you don't want more. <laughs> no, I don't. You don't want to make that literal. <sighs> By the way, uh, Amish romances, which are n- neither written or by an Amish person or for me. an Amish reader, neither of those, uh, actually generate over $720 million every year. Yeah, well, you know, maybe somebody's got a fetish for. Yeah, I mean, the romance like book industry alone is a billion dollar I mean, industry those by itself. Ooh. It says that, and they're actually called uh, bonnet ripper. Hold on, what is bonnet what rippers? Yeah, bonnet rippers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, turn me some funny. cheese. But it says the top two authors. How about you and me go that- raise this bond? <laughs> <laughs> The top two authors in this genre have sold over 30 million books combined. You know what? I had a friend in Casper who started out selling um, romance novels. Man, she hated it. It says... uh, Because you start... You can't quit. No. One of the most common plots is a buggy crash. (laughs) Lost a wheel again, Homer! What? What? And now they have Amish vampires in space. <laughs> How could you possibly get an Amish vampire in space? Well, you got to read the book. There's no electricity in Amish country. You well, can't go to space. A lot of them, though, I feel like someone was telling me. Now, if you uh, 
They're more Mennonite than Amish. Mennonite, yes. Uh, yeah. For the books? Okay. Yeah. It says they're really, like, the actual being Amish part of the books is minimized. Yeah. So they don't really talk about that. They kind of just make you okay? uh, look like you're Amish or, like, the char- make the characters Ooh, look a little Amish. And then they kind of ignore the Amish part. Huh. Hmm. So they're into scruffy beards and really ugly dresses? Bonnets. The hats. The hats are what hats, gets they're me. They're super duper into hats. I tell you, those dresses are ugly. That's Have you ever seen... Fetish. Sorry. I don't mean to offend anybody who's who's listening, who's into those dresses. What's wrong? Did you just see my eyes roll again? It's, she's mm-hmm. whining. Come here. Okay, who wants to do a review? I don't know. Who wants to go first? I think, uh, I think maybe... Alyssa should go, since this is her bright and shining freaking star. It is. This is my day. It is your day. I'm so excited. You're the queen of the castle on this day, Alyssa. I am. So I actually, when Martha texted me and was like, do you want to be on our Shelf Love episode, I was like, but what will I do? (laughs) (laughs) There were so many options. Uh, So I decided on The Hating Game by Sally Thorne, which came out two years ago, three years ago, something like that. Um, And it is about Lucy Hutton and Josh Templeman, and they're both um, executive assistants to CEOs of a publishing company. And so... um, This book starts out, it's called The Hating Game because they kind of play these games. They're mortal enemies, which is one of my favorite romance tropes of all time. (laughs) So Love to hate each other. Right. So they start out and um, they both, their desks are outside of their boss's offices, which are next to each other. So they sit across from each other every day and so one of their games is the staring game and you have to stare and no one can look away another game they play is like they'll mimic each other but it's not like copycat what they're saying they'll mirror like each other's like actions like if it's okay keep going you probably can't hear them on the podcast if you pick like if one of them picks up a pen the other one will pick up a pen and you have to do it really subtly until the other person catches on um so they both really, really hate each other. Um, but then seriously hate each other, or yeah, yeah. Like I want to murder you. HR oh. has been called multiple times. <laughs> like, people are afraid of them. Like if they're like in the same place together, because <laughs> they're afraid that like a fight will erupt. And so the kind of impetus for the story is that the company is creating a third CEO level position. And so um, anyone can apply, but so each of their bosses suggests that each of them should apply. So they're going to have to go head to head in this like application process and review process. And so as part of that, it turns out maybe they don't hate each other as much as they thought. And so uh, we start to learn this when there's kind of a company outing and they have to go paintballing, which... I just want to say, if that was a company outing I had to go on, I'd be so angry. That <laughs> hurts like a bitch. It would be so. It hurts. It would be so painful. Like, it hurts. and you know that there are people who are very good and very like athletic and would <laughs> murder everyone else at it. 
Which is kind of what happens. So Lucy is a very small, non-athletic person. Like, she can't run very fast. And so she pretty much just gets destroyed in this game. Um, And so on the way home, she's feeling really sick. But Josh is being really weird. And he's, like, trying to make sure she doesn't get sick on this bus as they're going back to the company. And, you know, he's trying to make sure that she's okay. And she's so sick, she can't drive home. Like, so not only has she been beaten up, but she's also, like got the stomach flu or is has food poisoning or something so Mm. on top of being battered to death she's also quite ill um and so josh spends the night to make sure that she doesn't die and nothing romantic happens martha i see the look on your face that's starting (laughs) that's just my llama the Um, look at the llama i see the llama (laughs) I'm wearing my llama um, shirt. My and llama now shirt making has excuses. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so um, this is kind of the. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, this is kind of the event that makes Lucy realize maybe he's not the worst human being on the face of the earth. Um, and so. Kind of very slowly. I really like this one because it's kind of like a slow burn. It's not like, I've known you for three weeks and now we're in love and we're going to get married at the end. Um, They've known each other for like two or three years. And like this story takes like over the course of a couple months. Um, And so it kind of goes and goes and they're kind of like letting each other in a little bit and maybe not creating events that necessitate HR coming into the office and writing them up. Um, And so it kind of ends with um, Lucy and Josh going to the wedding of Josh's brother, um, where it turns out Josh is kind of the way he is because of his parents, because he's kind of... A monolith. He's not a jerk, which is one of my least favorite tropes in romance. But he's not—he's not really a jerk. He's just very serious and not fun ah. for the most part. And so, as it turns out, um, like so many people, it's because of his family and the way that he was raised. Um, but mm. so, it's such a sweet story. It's one of those. I read this book, and then I read it again. It was so good, and I'm, I can't say that I've ever done that with another book. It's so, it's impeccably written. They're, it's pretty funny. Maybe Martha wouldn't find it funny. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's not like the it wouldn't, man, no, yeah, it wouldn't not. be in the humor section, but like. <laughs> Unless there's some kind of decapitated head or some flailing body parts. This is a murder-free book. <laughs> Then <laughs> probably not. Um, but it's it's really great. The heroine Lucy, um, you know, she's very smart. She's very quick, um, and they're both just they play really well off of each other. And so it's kind of fun. It's really fun to read. And one of the things I like about romance is ultimately what I'm looking for is something akin to a romantic comedy because those are such fun movies and I like when I read I like to have fun I like sometimes I get into true crime and sometimes I get into something where I want to learn something but like I want to have fun and this book is just one of the most delightful things I've ever read see now I find that interesting because you know we're always talking about why we read 
Mm-hmm. For me, I read to escape, mm-hmm. so, which is why I don't like to read anything depressing. You read to have fun. To have fun. Yeah. That's good. Bonnie reads because she likes, she finds things interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I right? I wanted to pique my interest. Exactly. Right. Nicole, what's your, what's your button? What do you mean? Why do you read? Why do you read? Because I like to read. For enjoyment, for an escape, because you're all interested in a specific. All of the above. So you're all of us. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, I read to escape, too. I don't always just read books that are going to, you know, that I'm going to have to Google half a dozen things. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, I mean, I read fun books sometimes. (laughs) It would depend, like, I guess, like what you're reading at the time. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But but that's interesting that you said that, though, because for, for... a lot of times when, when we've got a specific genre that we like, there's a reason. Yeah. Well, and I started reading romance really more heavily in college because uh, college can be really not fun. Yep. Also, you're reading a bunch of textbooks, stuff for class. And so, so you don't I didn't want to read something that I was going to have to like really study and something that... You know, I was going to have to spend a lot of time on and something that was going to be challenging. I wanted to read something fun as a break. And that's the great thing about romance is, for the most part, it's a great break right. from murder stuff. Yeah. Yep. From murder. From murder, yeah, because I also really like true crime, but, like, I cannot read five true crime novels back to back. I read mm-hmm. one about Ted Bundy like in October of last year and I haven't been able to read another one because it was just so it was just that it much. was so heavy that yeah but I could read like 10 romance novels back to back yeah and that's fine because it's not draining hmm. I mean it could be I'm not into those like there's some very angsty and very emotional and kind of romances but I personally don't read those because I'm reading them for a different reason Awesome. Very cool. And what's your tar- uh Your turtle? Your turtle again? Your title <laughs> and artist? <laughs> the Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Now I almost feel like like I should get out the brown chicken brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> what? You want to go in the middle? Music for Vonnie. Oh. No, for you. Well, it wasn't too much of a brown chicken brown cow. But I saw the cover. But a little bit, yeah. There was a very hot guy on the cover. Ooh. Lots of abs. What was it? It's called The Cocky Quarterback. Emphasis on <laughs> emphasis on cocky. Martha, this is the sports subgenre we talked about earlier. Yes. Exactly. This counts as my sports book for the year. Excellent. <laughs> and Nic- it's Nicole's grimacing. <laughs> oh, I love that word, grimace. <laughs> Such a descriptive word. <laughs> it's um, by Felina Hopkins, and just uh, if you can look at that little picture of now, the very Felina Hopkins, guy. I do this believe is, is the is person that brand. sent us this book. That's very stereotypical of a romance novel. This is very stereotypical. You shouldn't see the set of bookmarks what, that came with that. That's oh what most gosh, books at yes. half price books in the romance section look like. Except sometimes there's like a girl who looks like she's swooning. Well, I'm much rather look at the guy with the hot abs than the girl. No, this is like this is like Playgirl from the waist up. It yeah. really is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a little muscly for me. I mean, he's wearing he'd make pants. Make me feel like 
Oh, was he? What? <laughs> what? You made it that far? <laughs> no, I don't know what color your eyes are. <laughs> you guys, you gotta at least make sure there is a package. <laughs> That's true. You make a good point. P -p 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 package? <laughs> Ding dong. I have a package. <laughs> It's a dick in a box. <laughs> and this is a book that an author sent to us. Oh, cool. And um, if I'm remembering right, this is part of a series, but mm -hmm. it's also, you can re read it as a standalone book. It, it It's not detrimental that you read the rest of the books in the series. Right, so you didn't miss anything. No. Okay. No, no, no. And what it is, is it is about a quarterback for an NFL team who is, you know, arrogant, what you would think a quarterback would be. Arrogant and a little bit cocky. God, I think I just gave myself brain damage just now. <laughs> Roll my eyes back so far. Martha's eyes Sorry. are glued to the ceiling. And they go to this particular bar after their home games. Like, to, you know, relax, unwind. Well, they have, you know, groupies of people who come to these bars because they want to be picked up by one of these football players. So it's pretty much a meat market. Ren, who is the female protagonist in this book, is a bartender at this bar. And she usually doesn't work this shift where they come in after the games, but she's um, covering somebody else's shift and... You know, they meet. She thinks he's an arrogant asshole, but kind of hot, <laughs> obviously. And he thinks that, you know, she's, you know, awesomely beautiful in a very non-conventional way because she's not like girl next door pretty. She's mm -hmm. she's an artist and she pretty much looks the part of an artist. What, flowy scarves and no, just as a nipple in, ring? What? <laughs> Well, I don't know about the nipple ring. They didn't go into that much detail about her her dress. But, like, you know, of course, she's wearing jeans and a T-shirt to, to mm -hmm. work at the bar. But, you know, like, dark hair. She's got a couple of tattoos, you know. Not really goth, but not um, cheerleader. It's like emo light. Right. Kay. Exactly. Very good. Very good way to describe that. And... Of course, they meet. They don't like each other. She's got a boyfriend anyway, so it doesn't matter. And, of course, they keep running into each other. Blah, blah, blah. Can't stop thinking of her. And so on and so forth. And so the story goes. And, of course, obviously, they get together. Don't tell the ending. Oh, my God. I'm not. <laughs> Holy shit. This is not the ending, but it's a romance <laughs> novel. You know they're going to get together, especially if they're... God, I can't believe you told the ending! Steamy scenes. <laughs> then, of course, there's a misunderstanding, and yeah. everything works out how it's supposed to at the end. And I'm not going to say whether that's good or bad, or who gets together with who, or whether there's another girl thrown in there somewhere. <laughs> But, I mean, it was a fairly predictable book, mm -hmm. but it was a very fun read. I mean, if you're reading for fun, mm -hmm. this is definitely a very good palate cleanser for you because it's not too much of a serious novel. They don't mm -hmm. go into any extremely emotional type of issues. Mm -hmm. How much, my question is, how much football do they talk about in this story? Not a lot. Yes. 
Not a lot at all. I mean, I so the cocky brothers have a chance, is what you're saying. Pretty much, and yeah. that's only because I don't like football. If it was another sport, I'd probably feel a different way. But if it's minimal football, I'm probably I'd probably they read don't talk that. about any of the games. Yes. I mean, the most they talk about is a couple of times when they're in the locker room, but. Mm-hmm. Really, it's not even anything to do with football. It's so just they, pretty they, much the they, coach they, talking they, to the quarterback. Did they stuff. describe the um, the taut buttockses? A little uh, bit, uh, yes. Of, of the uh, naked apparently fo- football he's well asses. endowed, a little more well endowed. Than oh, the rest of the so they described the girth. I mean, they usually yes, are a little bit. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, length and girth. I think girth mm-hmm. might be the wrong word. Girth is. Yeah, usually it's referred to. Is it not because the only other word I can think of is circumference, and that's not a hot word. (laughs) Girth means hey, baby. (laughs) That's quite a circumference you have there. I know what girth is, honey. Is there a better word, Nicole? I think there is, but I don't really know. Because girth is what it is, would work, but it, it, the definition <laughs> is work. the measurement around the middle of something, especially a person's waist. Well, or we're not penis. not a penis, but <laughs> but I have I have used it many times to describe so well, penis. Good good to know that you talk about your girth. <laughs> the best thing I think I've ever heard of being described to somebody who's particularly well endowed in the girth area is on in the girth area. In the girth area. <laughs> is on um, orange is the new black when uh, what's his name says that his nickname in high school was soda can. <laughs> Tree branch. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Bunch of filthy wenches, aren't we? <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he got a little bit cuter when I heard soda can. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you might want to give us the title and arcs to that again before we get too far. But too far out of <clears throat> It was Cocky Quarterback by Felina Hopkins. And thank you very much for sending us the book. We really did enjoy it, and we passed it on to some romance lovers who will read it next. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, she's dusting. Whenever, whenever <laughs> Giselle gives it back. Huh? Yes. The, uh, the book that I had actually set aside originally for when we talked about doing this, this episode in the very beginning, mm-hmm. we talked about doing Shelf Love. I didn't set aside a romance novel. I set aside this other novel to do for it. I mean, you could read that one if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to review that first novel that I was talking about. Oh. That first novel, the one that I didn't like, that I didn't finish. Because it's not fair to talk about a novel that you didn't finish. If That's you didn't. what I was saying earlier, and you <laughs> told me I was wrong. No, I didn't say you were wrong. I said I wasn't going to review it. I feel like, Alyssa, do you agree that I've been, <laughs> I've been picked on? No, oh, I'm picked on. I thought it was going to be me. No, I said I wasn't going to review it. I think you you didn't say you were going to review it until like three quarters of the way Uh, through us talking about it. Through your review. Right. No, I said I wasn't going to review it. Did you hear me say that? I wasn't She wasn't here. 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 But I wouldn't review it with with Bonnie not in the room. I mean, you pretty much reviewed it. Oh, well. Like, 
I was walking the dog down there thinking they're going to be done with the podcast by the time I get in there. Well, like, I, I didn't want to keep it. In. Well, we had to talk about something while Vonnie was down there. We did. So that's why I was telling yeah, you. Well, my maybe. point was during your review of this book that you weren't going <laughs> to review. <laughs> I said that it's not fair to review a book you didn't even finish. And you were like, no, I can review it if I want to. But I wasn't going to. And now you're saying, fuck. You're so contrary. Nicole Joey's calling me out on my shit and I hate it. Because you were calling me out on my shit earlier. So you're right. Because, god damn it. Yeah, you go god damn it all you want. I think we need some pizza up in here. <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't finish it, and therefore it's not fair to, re- to review it. So the the book that I originally was going to review before I started reading that one yesterday isn't really a romance novel, which is why I tried to read the other one so mm-hmm. I could be legitimate. So you were following the rules of your own podcast? Sort of. Okay. But it didn't work <laughs> out because that one sucked so bad. <laughs> So anyway, this this one was called Mrs. Fletcher by Tom Parada. Did you read something by Tom Parada once? The Leftovers? Yes. I think you did. Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. It was yep. kind of like Mrs. Robinson. No. Only in... A, well, not really even, though. Okay, let me just... After her son has gone to college, she's alone. She's been divorced for 10 years. And she's struggling to discover who she wants to be. And then she goes and she drops her kid off of college. And these teenage boys are there. And one of them calls her a MILF. But... She has no idea what that is. So she goes home oh, and she Googles it. <laughs> and of course, all this MILF porn starts popping up on her computer. So, that's how cookies work on your computer. So then she gets hooked on MILF porn. <laughs> this she had her some porn hub going on. For exactly. Sure. <laughs> It's really a funny book, and I had a really fun time reading it. Um, But it was also really interesting to see what it was like for this woman who was really trying to find herself. So there was that interesting part of it, too. Mm -hmm. But she also had this dilemma because one of these young men who used to be her son's friend, kind of fell in love with her a little bit, kind of got a little crush on her. So he was trying to hook up with her. It was really kind of Mrs. Robinson-ish. Say, how'd that go? It was kind of awkward. (laughs) It was a good book. Yeah, I thought it was excellent, but the milk porn thing was hilarious. I was laughing through it. I thought it was great. And there were some pretty good... Porn scenes in there too, which is why I thought it was perfect for this podcast. Well, I mean, that's kind of a romance. It's a yeah lady trying to find herself, and she's looking in some pretty weird places for it. Yeah, some pretty. That's that's why you have to have rules. <laughs> you have to have standards to go by when you're dating. 
Especially if you're online. Yeah. Like, and so how she's, old are you again? Yeah, yeah. She's like getting hooked on all this weird. She finds herself, you know, getting drawn back into that again and again. Wanting to get into that, look into that MILF porn. (laughs) She stumbles upon it accidentally and then just gets kind of hooked on it. I don't know. I thought it was good. Um, It was definitely a nice little escape. And uh, just a fun little read. But that's good. Yeah. I mean, I have a son that's leaving home in July, but I don't think that I'm going to quite dove into my personality that much. For one thing, I already know what MILF means. <laughs> Good for you! Woohoo! Okay, when we were talking about the difference between porn and like a romance, yeah. the correct word is erotica. You are reading erotica. That's what it thank is. you. Oh, thank you. I don't, yeah, we are very educated here and it took us like 30 minutes to figure that word out, by the way. Well, you should have asked me. I could have told you that it was erotic. You weren't here. I was it really ashamed that I didn't know what word we were looking for. Is hey, the person here remember who that, reads I'm like, it's, all like you know. it's also talking about the girth of someone's penis, because I'm pretty sure that's not correct. There's Dude, a better I word for it. I read it in a book that way. Okay. There's lots of things you can read in a book that doesn't mean they're true. Come on. Somebody back girth, me up on this. Girth back the me width. up. I know. I know. I'm I saying there's a better, better word. word that is probably not the most... Proper. I know that oh, is it's so descriptive, though. Come on. I want to. That is so unsexy. Phone, when I f- fuck a lot of things. Up. I know. <laughs> if I think of the word girth, I'm thinking of some dude with the beer belly. Like not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his boss, by the way. So that's really weird. Bonnie's son just walked into the room just now when. <laughs> So the 19-year-old walks into the room. Who I'm... Who she's his supervisor. With his his mother and his boss. Anyway, you're talking about girth. I'm just saying I can't Google it because we're on a work computer right now. But there's a better word. I'm not saying it's a wrong... use your work Wi-Fi, will they kick me out forever? Please don't use our work Wi-Fi. I'm just saying it works. It's not wrong, that word. It's just I think that there is a better word for it that I can't remember because I don't usually talk about people's penises to others. (sighs) Sorry. Whatever. Hey, I'm just saying that it's a very descriptive word. That works for me. That makes it very clear in my mind what I'm talking about, and that's all that matters. Okay. What the hell else were we going to talk about? Hold on. I can look it up on my phone because nobody's looking at my (laughs) Wi-Fi. Well, if you're on our Wi-Fi, it'll show up on our Wi-Fi. If you, I'm it, not on your she's Wi-Fi. She's not on our. Okay, not. just making sure. <laughs> it says um, cylindrical no. thickness. 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 See? So you think of that as like paper, though. Well, girth, I think of like literally a pot belly with hair and some dude like resting a beer on it. But that's like or around, like it's the measurement around. I know, it's the yeah. circumference. That man. But it sounds disgusting. Like, girth is the most disgusting word you could possibly come up with. Anyways. I don't know. I I have never found it a, a disgusting word. Moist? Moist doesn't bother me at all. I always think about cake when somebody says moist. 
Duncan Hines, yum. Everybody, I can't remember what it said. Like moist was like the most. It is like the ha- most hated, hated word, word right? or something like that. I totally like, don't understand that at all. It, it, doesn't, I, it doesn't bother really me bother one me bit. Either, moist, and I think you know my hair is still moist because I washed it this morning. People or, are such pussies. They really are. It's so humid. I feel moist. I, I don't think. Okay, that that's a, weird. No, I mean as sweaty, <laughs> not. I know, just say sweaty. <laughs> I'm not like, you know, <laughs> that book was so hot. <laughs> did Anyways. I get title and arts to my book? You Mrs. did at the beginning. Mrs. But- Fletcher by Tom Parada. That way I can like stick that at the end. We had a really short podcast. Well, uh, still yeah. How long is it so far? Fancy what? Well, yeah, I know you don't like romance, but I've actually read some that are like relationshipy, not you know brown chicken, brown cow kind of things. But like, <laughs> I have a real issue. My, I, as I was reading that one, okay, the one my, you didn't like, the one I didn't, the one you like, didn't finish, the one I didn't finish. Okay. If, I was, of course, to be fair, the first thing I looked at was how long it was. It was short. That could well, be uh, part of your. Well, problem? the reason reason why. The reason why is because I only had a day. That's true. I started reading it with knowing that I was going to have to be here on Friday thinking, okay, do I actually have time to finish this? Mm-hmm. It was eight hours long. I thought, okay, I could I could finish this it's in doable. time. It's doable. Right. Sweet girl. But and then as I was going along, I, I kept speeding it up. You know, because I was kept because you just wanted to get to trying the parts. To, well, no, I was just trying to get see if it would anything was happening. You know, she was trying to get to the sex part. No, <laughs> I wasn't. I just wanted to see if anything else was going to happen. <laughs> but then I kept thinking, this is sort of like. Did you find something? It's sort of like eight hours of foreplay. It pretty much says uh, girth, circumference, and thickness. Thickness. Those are the three words. I mean, thickness is a good word ter- too. It's I don't less know about uh, repulsive as girth. <laughs> See, girth doesn't bother me that much. Maybe I've I've read too many romance. Novels. I, I've heard it like in books, like when like in a non-romance erotic novel, if they'll be talking about somebody's girth, but they're literally talking about how like overweight or something they are. Yeah, I guess I have heard it used that way I've too. Heard, I've heard I've heard it used But they many always use it in ways. like a repulsive manner oh, whenever I've, I he- see it in the novels I've read. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. I've heard it used many I guess it's just one of those things. Ways. <laughs> many well, different ways. I don't read the books you read, Martha. <laughs> I guess not. I'm much older than you, Nicole. That's why. Yeah, I haven't read Let's go with that. that minimum age for romance novels yet. You know how many books I've read? <laughs> A lot. Yeah. I think that uh, that's probably why. I probably read more romance novels last year than anyone in this room has. Maybe yeah, ever. Probably. <laughs> probably. I don't know about ever. I did go through a, like a stage where I read some quite a bit of romances. Mm-hmm. But what did you read? I just, I mean, I couldn't even tell you the names of them. It's just because I was reading ones that my sister had oh. and ones that my mom had. And, and my sister is a big romance person. Mm-hmm. And my mom was going through a phase, I guess. And I don't know. Those were the books that were in the house. So that's what I read. 75 million people in America last year read a romance novel, and many of them obviously read more than that, more than just one. But 75 million read one romance novel. Just one. Just one. Well, at least one. 
One or more. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five million. So see, I mean, and that is according according to Nielsen Entertainment, by the way. If I were a money hungry person, I'd write a romance novel. Uh, the average income of people who purchase romance novels is fifty five thousand dollars a year, which is not awful. Well, my sister in law, uh, who is a um, she actually she just retired, but one of my sisters in law who is a was a um, hospital administrator was a great consumer of romance. romance novels for years and years. She made a lot. She was, she was a, yeah. Well, yeah. you know how much you hated uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? <gasps> I know. Do you know how many uh, books it sold? Just the first, first uh, one of the trilogy? A lot. You want to guess? Do tell. 1.4, over 1.4 million. Wow. One point four million copies of books million how many of those are at goodwill right now so <laughs> do you yeah, think her royalty check them. you think yeah. her royalty no. check gave a shit about no. whether or not where they ended up no they probably don't uh, somebody bought them that's all that matters she's probably uh rolling right down in that that dough right now Like I said, if I were a, hun- a money-hungry person, I would write a romance novel, but I'm not, so I won't. Uh, there's also a lot of studies about uh, people who read romance and how uh, the push for digital media has aided in their uh, like them reading them because ebooks are so inexpensive hmm? um, that they can sit there and they can buy as many romance novels as possible and if they don't like it they can go try a new author and it's only going to cost them like a dollar ninety nine but because of that uh, romance authors can actually easily self-publish easier than a normal author like somebody who writing a non-romance novel they're uh, somebody who is writing a romance no- novel who is self-publishing is more likely to get readers yeah, than and anyone else who self-publishes. Because more people are actually reading romance novels than anything else. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Their audience is wider. Because well, like, sci-fi is probably a small majority of people. That's because women are horny. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily. Jump off that I think you could go into psychological Sorry. reasons for this. It's but because we need we need that feeling of a connection yeah but uh 34% of the share of you like novels in the fiction market are romance novels which is actually more than i i believe if you do mystery sci-fi and like something else combined it is actually more cripes that's, that's amazing mm-hmm. too bad this isn't a romance uh Podcast. Podcast. It is for today. It is today. Gee, I wonder if this will be our biggest uh, listenership ever. Come here. I mean, definitely going to make sure that my friends who I'm in, like, romance book groups are in know that I'm on this podcast. (laughs) Well, maybe you can just have our, we we can just have you as a regular person to come on to do a um, a little segment. 
for romance. I mean, yeah, or anything. We'll say <laughs> anything. <laughs> your hey, romance you nook in the corner. <laughs> this is your romance corner with Alyssa. Nikki. <laughs> this is Nikki with Alyssa. <laughs> Nookie, is that what you said? Yeah. That's what she said. Have you never heard it called that? Well, of course I've heard it called that, but Nookie. it's hilarious when you said that because, you know, the nook, the nook reader, yeah. nookie. <laughs> Sorry. that was Yeah, because, like, there's a really big community around, like, romance novels and, like, publishing, especially, like, self-published stuff. Like, I'm in... A smaller Facebook group for one author, and it has 4,000 people in it. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a huge, like, the independently published author, like, it's a huge, like, sub, it's not even, it's not a sub-genre, but it's kind of like, it's not being registered by, like, Nielsen, because it's not, like, officially published, if that makes sense. Is she self-publishing? Yeah, a lot of people do. Well, uh, yeah, so Amazon, their charts mm-hmm. start have started recognizing that. They have, yeah. yeah. And because of Amazon started doing that, there's actually a new uh, newspaper that has started including Is all there? e-books. Um, because just e-books started. were not included as well, even if you were a major uh, publisher. Um, really? And so they just started a couple months ago. I can't believe that that just started when e-books have been uh, quite large for a well, while. Well, it's because you can buy them from so many different places that it, they were having trouble uh, finding out where that does make sense and keeping records of yeah. all of that happy national puppy day by the way yes. national puppy day Aww. can you say hello come on Bella say Bella I'm Bella girl. <laughs> Alyssa almost got her to bark earlier I did we were really close she ground little She doesn't view you as a threat like she views me as a threat. So on National Reading Month, which we finally remembered to talk about for the first time last last week, Nicole brought it up. But I actually remembered before the end of the podcast to discuss it again. And in our romantic mood that we're in tonight and our shelf loviness. Thank you, Alyssa, for being the love in our lives tonight. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for all the Nikki. <laughs> You're welcome. Delilah, what song are you going to play? <laughs> I, I like this dedication to go out to... <sighs> she doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I have no idea how she talks. <laughs> how does she talk, Bonnie? Do tell. <laughs> I can't think of what she would say. <laughs> and I'd like to dedicate this song... To all you lovers out there. (laughs) (laughs) I hate everything. (laughs) A little little three days grace coming out over there. (laughs) I guess that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.